Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Holy cow. It has now been months, Pete. Yeah. I'm not even going to do the intro. Hey, howdy, hi. You can say hey, howdy, hi. Okay, That's I got to say hey, howdy, hi. People wait for that. Like three people who listen to us used to listen to us. I got your voicemail. Ma- I got your voicemail for like the first time in a while. Voicemail, and you have that recording I on still, there. Really? It's still on there. I didn't even know that was my re- <laughs> voice it's, recording. It's amazing. For my phone. What the heck happened? Uh life happened. I hurt my back reaching for a pizza roll, <laughs> and then I was on the IR, so it was questionable to return. So we couldn't do the podcast because I hurt my. I threw out my back reaching for a pizza roll. Oh, I really want to have pizza rolls now. I wish that was a joke. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. I've been in therapy since. So. What was funny? I think I, I do recall. I think it was a the Joker movie recap. Yeah. That we did a deep dive with Mike, and we we assured our our loyal listeners that we'd be back. We're back. But that we were going to be back. In oh, a, like on in, a weekly in, basis? Yes, in October. Yeah. In October, we're going to be back at a more regular schedule. I mean, the, the football season was ramping up. We felt good about it. Yeah. And then nothing. I don't know what happened. I really don't. I like lost track of time. Pack- yeah, we, yeah, we decided to jump back in. Probably during the most busy time. Right. Like, it's like, like epic, be- epic Wisconsin sports time. Baseball's about to start. Are we, we about to start? <laughs> we started hitting back in Well, Brewers, in Brewers baseball. Oh. Not our, ba- our oh, baseball. We, I thought been, we're talking about pro sports we're now? We're like halfway through the season now with our baseball. Okay, we're back but, to pro sports now. Okay. Yeah, pro sports. Nobody wants to hear about 10-year-old baseball right now. Hey, Bucks are on pace for 70. Yes. I can't believe that, really. I can't. Yeah, this is the worst team. I'm pretty shocked. I don't know what else to do about that. Um, we have a Packer game coming up. Like that was a that was a glorious win still, over the Seahawks. Packers that was great. Are still playing. I didn't. I what I what did I predict? Seven wins. Right. I think I was seven and yeah. nine, and Frank yeah. Frank thank Frank you. convinced convinced me to eight and eight. Yeah. So thank you for that prediction. I hope you predict yeah. that they lose against the Forty ers I don't know. I'm still, I'm still not confident. But right, so it's put, pretty it's pretty sweet. I I I'm I'm not happy we're in a championship game. No. I'm I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I am. I'm happy, but you and I'm even more excited. I yeah. just don't want my heart in it because last time my heart in was in something, it was broken so bad, and then it broke yeah, my hand. We, and did we not like? Well, that was. We did we take the monkey off our back? We shed the horrible, horrible Seahawks. That felt good. That was the worst game to watch ever. Every piece of brutal. emotion. Being up nineteen, you didn't or twenty, whatever we were up. I, don't I mean, they always joke about the didn't epic, matter. that epic Titanic scene with the music with I can't remember her name now. Celine Dion. Yeah, Celine Dion. But this was like actually truthful, except for it was uh, on the positive side. Right. The other way. Good. We can't even time. do the facade anymore. So I, I, we have a we're, we have a guest with us today, right? Sure. There is someone sitting in that seat. It's not Mike. It's Unfortunately, not, it's not Mike. He's taller than Mike. Definitely taller than Mike. <laughs> but. I do want to thank him for helping us. He did pray for us last Sunday for a Packer victory, and it came true. I think he prayed because he thinks it's an easier game, but okay. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> he thinks it's going to be. <laughs> so joining us today in our first episode back, you should feel great. 
Like you should feel really honored. I feel honored that the first that the first podcast back, you're here. Friend of the podcast, we'll say, preacher, pastor, the lifeblood of the podcast. TJ Poizel's with us. So how's it going? Good. Welcome. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, be a part of it. You know, remind me of. I might be dating myself, but BET, remember Big Tig in the basement? We walk into your basement here, put on some <laughs> headphones, about to DJ it up. <laughs> the joke of it is by the end of that, you're going to, I swear you're going to go back home and you're going to be like, Melissa, I'm never doing this again. I'm sorry. You had to watch the boys for this. No, this is awesome. <laughs> so did you watch the Packer game? I did watch it. Yeah, I was rooting for the Packers for sure. Was it as nerve wracking for an outsider as it was for probably like Packer faithful? It was a little bit just because the Seahawks always beat the 49ers, like no matter what, no matter how terrible they are. So I, I was feeling it a little bit. Yeah. Like they came inches short in that last game. <laughs> yeah. So like <laughs> centimeters short. Yeah. So. And the game before that, they whooped us. Yeah. So I, was, I did yeah. not want to have to play them again. Yeah. That was that was like the deciding game. Like yeah. really, they could it's, have flipped the whole playoffs. That whole that that last game of the season. That was pretty impressive what yeah. happened the has saints this, would have still been in the playoffs if that had gone the other way right yeah most likely has has, a, has the seahawks ever played a non-crazy game like ever against any team have they ever just like gone in and just like whooped on somebody you know i don't know like it's always like a, like an important game kind of thing i don't know like they, like every game that they play against the packers it's always something weird is gonna happen that's why when they, we were up by like what was it 24 to 3 or whatever the heck it was yeah i was like this ain't this isn't going to be like this forever. And, of course, they come marching back, and you're just, well, no, it had been 21 or whatever. I don't know. But we had like our, we had that lead, and I'm just like, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, you can't even enjoy it. That first half was a very good half for the Packers, and I couldn't even enjoy it. You can never count the Seahawks out. It's crazy. And Russell Wilson, you would think we would like him because he's from Wisconsin. No. Nope. You know, walk on all that. But I'm just like, no, I just can't do it. <laughs> I, I like him a lot. I think he's a great, great quarterback. What he did with that team, that team is true garbage. That team, they have nobody yeah. on that team. DK Metcalf's is going to be a great player, but Lockett, he's nothing now. He's a six foot four, six they, foot five monster. They lost, they lost all their running backs, and Russell Wilson nearly willed them to a win. Like, yeah. he did everything he could. It was pretty amazing. And then when you saw he only had two carries for like 16 yards in the first half, like, I'm like, he's going to do something in the second half. They're going to, yeah. he didn't run at all. It was really odd. It was really odd how the Packers were playing with all those pitch plays, but, <laughs> but yeah, it was, I, you just knew he was going to come back. So, and he did he nearly won that game, but the Packers came up with that big stop. The, I think Smiths, my, the Smiths really proved their, really earned their money that game. I I think I had yeah. so many narratives ready, like as a Packer fan, and and the the story afterwards is the refs and we talked about this a little bit that no matter what side you're on at the end of it either you're okay with it and you tell why it's okay or the other side is just like the refs suck they're in the back pocket of like whatever team <laughs> but i was i was game. getting angry every defensive play because you could just you could you could take probably a half a dozen dozen like screen caps of like Zedarius or Preston's but they get a horse collared oh god yeah and, yeah. and the bitch they're just like they're going on like this and the refs just like eh, whatever so they want to talk Let about that, and then now on the like, like so, but it's it's what part that stinks is like so they worked really hard, and I, I think the defense played better than they probably showed uh, towards the end there. But the play of the game that everybody's like up in arms about is the the third down play that got yeah. us that first down. So was it a first down? Uh, yeah, not even close. <laughs> I it doesn't matter. 
to me, it doesn't matter. I think it would have been fourth and one. Let's say it's fourth and one, fourth and inches. They go for it. They're most likely going to get it, I would think, with with their play calling or whatever. But if they don't get it, let's say maybe they go for three. They're up eight, right? Yeah. Maybe they punt. They pin them back, and let's say there's under a minute left. Like, can Seattle do it without no timeouts? So there's a lot of things that can happen. It wasn't like there was three minutes left. I just find it humorous. I like, I have really smart sports fan friends that still believe that that yellow line is accurate. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Well, <laughs> that they're adamant that that's like that's the defining line. And I didn't, I didn't really look it up. But my question is, is that the official, the one with the camera, was the one view you were seeing? I think it was on the Seahawks side. Is that the the official line? Because actually, the official one is like flip sides at halftime. So. My guess is the one with the camera is the official line, um, but still, that yellow line is not accurate. Oh, there was so many images, though. Like, there were so many terrible was, images, like people putting rulers up, and you can tell that it goes on an <laughs> angle from the from the field, and the right. field is, those fields are, like, pitched big yeah. time. Right. It was just amazing. I'm like, you guys, that's not a straight line, <laughs> but it's impossible to tell, though. You couldn't flip the, I mean, whatever the ref said, the ref said, because... It, you couldn't see the ball. You couldn't yeah, see where it was. It, it was there was no good view. So as a 49ers fan, so were you really pulling for the Packers? Like to be honest, yeah, I was. Well, Is and it, then also, you know, it is good publicity when you get to hang out with your church family and there's the camaraderie. And hey, we're playing the Packers this week. Where if the Seahawks were in it, I don't know any Seahawks fans. That wouldn't have been as fun. <laughs> I can't wait for if I'm running audio again for for Sunday. And I can't wait for you to talk about something. <laughs> It'll be just coincidental that your your mic's gonna get muted. Hey, the recording didn't work today. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Not even that. In the auditorium, just oh, dead silence. Yeah, I'll start chanting. Is this thing on? What? <laughs> I guess the biggest question is: Are we gonna have practice? Yeah. Right. When's the the game's? What six forty? Five forty. Five forty again? Yeah. Well, practice. I don't want to. Make everyone rush home. Yeah. Maybe we'll cut it. We'll cut a little short. Cut a little short. (laughs) So we have our, like, the traveling baseball team that our son's on that we coach. Like, our uh, indoor gym practice is on Sundays from 3 to 5. So last Sunday we were okay because the state freaked out the Friday leading into it, saying we're going to have, like, this huge storm that never came. Yeah. So they preemptively closed all activities at the school on Friday. Oh, so you couldn't have it. So we couldn't have it. They closed the school down for uh, rain. Not the high school. <laughs> the high school was open. Was it? Yeah. So just saying. Oh, I can <laughs> believe that. But it's good to rent high schools. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> so let's hear it. So in your mind, what makes you want to play the Packers over the Seahawks? Like what were you feeling? Just because of you stopped us in week 12 or whatever it was. Well, that's the part that makes me the most insecure about it all because of Aaron Rodgers and he's a beast. He might not have had the season that most people anticipated and hasn't played the way that he normally does. But to me, it's like at any moment that could happen now. Um, but it is going to be a lot of fun. I remember the last game when the 49ers played the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. Um, and I had the luxury of being there, which was awesome when it was like negative 17 degrees. Um, I won't say who won that one. I think we all know. But I just feel like there's some foreshadowing of that for this weekend. Oh, yeah. I agree. I I think a lot of Wisconsin people, Packer fans, so to say, are uh, 
they don't I don't think they realize what Rodgers is doing. I think he's he did something in that game that that I think a lot of people outside of you know Wisconsin are thinking and he cuz he's a bad man, he could just do it at any time. Yeah. The throws he made were pretty impressive. Yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, he hasn't made those kind of throws in a very long time in my eyes. Yeah. So and and just like actually try to make a big throw. Like, like he like usually that, holds the ball or throws it away. That so. Jimmy Graham one on third down oh, where he yeah. just like he never does that. On his, he would have taken a sack. As the line's closing in, off balance, one leg, flips his sidearm, and gets it over two defenders. And that's the thing. Now he's getting it's that like confidence back. He's getting that confidence in Jimmy Graham. Like yeah. Jimmy Graham, he could have a huge game. Like, who knows? Yeah, he that could guy, bounce back. I mean, he hasn't done much his, his career in at Lambeau, but, I mean, he could he could be a big X factor for that team to, to open it up because yeah. they don't have much, much anything else other than Adams. And they're gonna have to move Adams around a lot and keep him away from Sherman and stuff. So we'll yeah. see what they do. I'm I'm quite interested to see the cat and mouse game on offense and defense for both these teams. Yeah. Because you got Kittle on that side. How are the Packers gonna cover him? You know, Debo, I mean, he's a pretty solid wide receiver. Yeah. He's back now. So and then Sa- Sanders too. I mean, but our defensive backfield is pretty good. So it's going to be fun to watch. I think it's going to be way better than that first game for sure. I, I'm shocked that it's seven and a half points that they're favored by. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, they're home, but and they've kind of stomped the Vikings. But I just feel like what the Packers did, I mean, granted, they let the Seahawks back in the game probably, but they got to Wilson a lot. I mean, they were chasing him around. He was running for his life. So I think that'll be be a huge thing, though, like if they can get to Garoppolo and stop the run game. That could be who knows, right? Yeah, it's going to be a good game. So as fans that are pretty much only know about the 49ers either from fantasy football or the last matchup where we basically got curb stomped. But I, that, that West Coast trip, like, why is it the fact that well, any, both of them were any, bad for the well, Packers yeah, this year, Any right? team that has a Bosa <laughs> just yeah. gave us fits. But in your mind... What should we be fearing the most about this 49ers team? Man, I think it is that D-line because if the Packers can't get the running game going and our D-line can get at Rodgers, he's not as quick as he used to be. So it'll be a little bit more difficult. Sherman stepping up, he finally sees like it seems like he's fully back from his Achilles injury mm-hmm. where he's taking on the number one of the opposing team. So aside from Adams, like you said, Pete, if, if Jimmy Graham steps back up the way he has been, that'll be a challenge for us. But – He's been so quiet until this past Sunday. That that's probably the biggest benefit I think we have is that D line forcing the pressure, and then our secondary having to step up though. Right. Yeah. The the big thing that the Packers didn't do was run Jones twenty over twenty times against the Forty ers in that first game, and that's something that they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to force it to Jones and just stop that defensive line from coming in free because they can rush forward and get to the quarterback anytime with. You know, D Ford came back, right? Yeah. So I, that's just – that is a big X factor for the Packers for sure is to stop that D-line, and that's a big thing for them is to get to Rodgers and pressure him and, and force force him to make some bad throws because he doesn't make bad throws. So. Yeah. So how do you feel about, like, if Garoppolo has to come back? If Garoppolo is down, do you feel confident in him? Because, I, I mean, I haven't watched the guy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm just – He hasn't proven himself in big games yet but I'm hopeful that he can. 
I mean, our running backs right now, though, is like 300, three-headed monster. Oh, yeah. Like, they've each had over 500 yards this season. So it's pretty good to be able to see those statistics and say, okay, if they can get the running game going to help him build his confidence in those moments, that could be helpful. A lot of short passes, having Kittle. Like, that's Kittle's been so successful because Jimmy G can check down to him easily. Yeah. Yeah. And a quick guy like that going up against linebackers a lot of times, it's easy to get those passes to him. So if he can let that build his confidence, I feel good. But uh, we got to see. I'm personally really happy that the 49ers are going to actually play their backup quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo and actually playing their starter in C.J. Beathard. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, by far man. the better quarterback on the roster, but that's okay. I mean, you paid him, so you got to play him. <laughs> so I, mean, I get him. it. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for him to like throw for like 400 on us and then I get to sit and listen to this back. At least he's not like, I'm not afraid of him running. You know, Packers are always going against running quarterbacks and getting killed. So, I mean, he probably can run a little bit, but not, not like a Wilson or a, yeah. you know, like who's demolished us in the past. So Especially after his knee injury. Yeah. So definitely. coming back, he he doesn't run very often. A little, little more static helps Smith and Smith uh, incorporated a little bit more. Yeah. You, you guys have a very dynamic backfield. I think that's what scares me the most. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel, I don't think, I don't feel like Jimmy's going to beat us. Like, and, and in fact, I think he's going to be the X factor. So if we can somehow shut down our, with our front D line is equally, I don't know if it's quite as good as is the, the 49ers one. Not quite as good as but we got, Niners, we got but the, yeah. Uh, pretty we got, good. Okay, we have Kenny and we got the Smith brothers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, they're, it, they're very dynamic. They're what top five in sacks this year. Definitely. Think, right. Um, so I guess what makes that interesting is if we allow, if we can somehow shut down that running game and even like those short outlet passes and actually make Jimmy, Jimmy G throw on us, that makes me, that's gonna make me ecstatic Yeah, because he makes some weird throws and I think he's at least good for like one or two opportunities for a turnover, which I mean, you're not going to get that in Green Bay typically. I mean, it'll be an odd scene to see a, a turnover from like Aaron in a big game like this where Jimmy, I think you kind of expect it. So I think if we can kind of capitalize on some of that stuff, I think that could be what is going to be one of the key to victories for us. But it's like a George Coons hit and a Newsome touchdown. That's what we need right away to start the game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Haunting. Yeah. No, I, it, it's going to be a great game. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting excited cause I don't want to get my heart into it. Yeah. Uh, my heart will be into it at, at the first quarter. I know, but, I try not to get too pumped up anymore because it just drives me nuts. Yo, that that Seattle like championship game that hurt so it. bad. We yeah. had it. We had, we were we were here yep. in this very basement watching it on like the big projector screen. We had, we had it. I think we jinxed them. We had, no, we flipped over. Like this is this is because it was like what less than five minutes to go, four minutes to go, or whatever. Yeah. We had already punched. Right. We were started looking at Super Bowl ticket prices. Really? <laughs> we weren't going. Oh I man, know, we, we were up by what? <laughs> we were checking it out. We were up by what? Twenty? Um, it was seventeen. Seven, seventeen or nineteen? I think what? it was nineteen. If only we had a way to look this up. But either way, whatever. The, the, I don't want to go back. The myth will this. say it's. They it's showed a, it enough. Yeah, it's, a, it's on a Sunday. Astronomical amount of points. <laughs> no business, even like remotely coming back. We had switched over to like the radio call, so we could get Wayne Larravee's dagger call. Like I don't, yeah. Know if you, yeah. I don't know if you know about it, but it's like there's your dagger, and then we were waiting. We wanted the there is your Super Bowl dagger, that never came. Uh, so we were that confident. We were sitting here. I got flipped it over. We started looking at whatever heading on, and then the wheels came off, and it was terrible. Seattle got sweet redemption and lost that game, right? 
That was the Butler. Was that the Butler interception Super Bowl? I think so. Malcolm Butler at the goal line. The one where they should have ran. Should have ran. Skittles. Marshawn Lynch in, yeah. and they didn't. Yeah, they didn't play right. action and then try to go over the how top. About, how about Marshawn Lynch? Did you like his speech? Him. If there was one fabulous, got to get story, that chicken, man. Oh, <laughs> take care of your body, take care of your, your mind, and that chicken. I, oh, now I don't know what that means. Do I? Do you guys know what that means? I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think anyone knows. I'm so far. I'm so far out of that game. Chicken. I like I to kick, I like to hear my chickens. I, I eat organic chicken, grass fed. It's good. I don't know. Maybe you meant something else. But you, but you had that. So you had that sound clip. <laughs> this was like really good Monday. I don't not to date the time, but when the actual podcast gets launched. But recording this on a Monday, so it was funny to watch all that that the recap of all of his like post press conference from the game. Didn't care like one bit about oh, whatever. He's fantastic. But he, just, he was just preaching. He was just preaching to all the young guns. <laughs> Out there, what you need to do to be successful, and then cut to Monday with the Antonio Brown drama. What happened? That? No, what, what's going on with Antonio Brown? Oh, again? he just lost. He just lost it. Like he got that money. I don't know. <laughs> he's got that money, doesn't he? He pray got that song. For, pray for that guy. But there's I think he's there's, lost. There's some drama with one of his baby mamas that oh, was coming to pick up the kids, but went to take one of his very nice vehicles and called the Hollywood police on her. Cause she stole it, and then there's just a whole like video, a Facebook video, or whatever the the cool kids are using now these days for live streaming, of just him berating like the police officers and that lady. Oh jeez! Wow! In real time, like thousands and thousands of like followers. And he really needs help. Really, talk about just an amazing talent. Just, oh. I mean, you Pittsburgh had to be sweeping something under the rug with that guy and just, just keeping him like, okay, that's enough. That's yeah. enough. Like, I don't know how they kept that guy quiet. Yeesh. We went down that road. <laughs> right there. But anyway, Marsh- <laughs> but Marshawn Lynch, it was funny because he like basically forecasted, take care of that mind. And then yeah, Antonio Brown just shows why. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's Marshawn Lynch is one of my favorite players ever. Like when he was about to become a Packer, that was, you know, when they were trade going mm-hmm. for a trade for him and stuff. But we, uh, we played with A Rod at Cal, right? Yeah, yeah. They uh, had a moment. They traded jerseys and stuff. He walked Ooh. into the Packers locker room. Really? Yeah, and <laughs> gave him his jersey. That's so, awesome. But yeah, no, he's a great guy. I'm gonna miss that guy. I'm glad he came back. Got to see. Yeah. The Skittles being thrown onto the field. Yeah, that was cool. That was pretty fantastic. But, but yeah, he's a he's a one of the best running backs of all time, I would think, because he's just he just had a great career. He was just a stud, and he never missed a game, like until I had him in my fantasy team. So <laughs> that's how it always and then goes, he right? Misses a game, so people kill it. But, they get on your team, and they're terrible. Yeah, yeah, no. I think also Marshawn Lynch brought beast mode. You know, now everybody uses that phrase about oh, things. Yeah. Beast mode. Like Everything's he was the original. Beast mode. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So you said something. I have a question, Pete, where you were like, oh, I think I might have jinxed him in that moment. So where is that as far as superstition goes? Because a buddy of mine, we're both Niner fans. We go back and forth all the time. And he was actually communicating with me this week like, man, I'm wearing my Jimmy G jersey. They're 13-0 and when I've worn like, it this like year. Like around here? Like yeah, everybody around here? Around here. We've been best friends since we were kids, and we happen to like all the same teams, same players. It's awesome. Uh, but he's, who, who, he's like, all right, I, so, No, 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 no. <laughs> 
Well, I'll let you do your story. I won't interrupt. <laughs> yeah. But I have a lot of questions now for you. Go well, ahead. Good. Now we got log. But so we can talk about the Niners. But he said all other three games that he's worn different jerseys are when they lost this year. So I was giving him a hard time because I said, you know what? The 49ers are undefeated when I've gone commando. So uh, we're <laughs> there you go. Because I, I personally, I have a hard time thinking that my superstition, because if I have a superstition and you have one that contradicts it at your house, how is which one going to rule over the other? So I was just curious where you guys stand on that. Uh, I used to be extremely superstitious for sure, especially as a kid. Like I think of like when they went to the Super Bowl the first time, 90, what, 95? And uh, I had to sit in the same exact position, same exact clothes. Mom could not bother me. People could not walk in front of me. I would chuck stuff at them. I would be so pissed <laughs> off. So I felt like I helped them win that Super Bowl. So yeah, Pete's, but the, Pete's the youngest. I used to be that until that Seahawks game. I'll be totally honest. I used to be so ritual, like gotta we gotta get together, we gotta eat, we gotta do this, we have to have the taco dip, we have to do but now I'm just like I'm just so dejected from yeah. the NFL lately. <laughs> I not that I don't like the NFL, but I think so much has changed with the NFL and getting older, like all the rules and now you know more and doing this podcast we have to know a little bit more, I guess. But I don't know. I just don't have a ritual anymore. Like we don't get together every week like nope. we used yeah. to, which is kind of sucks. But but it's not. It's okay. Like I hang out with my family this week or go here and there. But yeah, I, I just don't have a superstition anymore with with uh, with sports. Maybe more with the Bucks, possibly yeah. when they come up because I, I feel like I'm just more excited about that. But um, yeah, and I used to have it so much with the NFL. Now I don't. Well, sure. and you guys are baseball guys though. And True. I found that baseball players are oh, some yeah. of the most superstitious. Yeah, there. And that I used to with baseball too. Yeah, that that used to be a big one. I think for me, like I think Pete hit a nail on the head. Like the we used to do so many things as a big group and and, and whatnot. And we would, I don't know if we would just psych ourselves up or amp ourselves up that we needed to kind of repeat it. I think when it dawned on me, I think it goes back to even that Seahawks one. Like we were in that we were supposed to win. We did we did everything right, TJ. We did everything right. <laughs> well, they were favored and, by what eight and a half. Yeah, and we, but the way that game went, and, and we jumped on them, and like we thought we were an underappreciated team that year. Like yep. that was kind of the thing. That's that's true. And I think what's actually dawned on me, I had an epiphany as I kind of look back, and, and this, you're right, this podcast kind of made you do it. We have now pissed away thirty years worth of elite quarterback play. Nah, like this, this, this organization. No, no, I'm just, I'm pissed just saying. Away. <laughs> Ask Brown fans if we pissed away. Browns fans have not had an elite quarterback in their franchise, but that's neither here nor there. What? What about Vinny T? Really? That's probably Come the on. only one you can. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Name no. another one. We talk about so many Browns teams in this. <laughs> oh. I can name a lot of Browns quarterbacks. It's like every quarterback that's played. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, Anywho, Tyrod. <laughs> yeah. Tyrod never got a chance. Yeah, he can hold. Why is that guy not getting a chance? Hold, he couldn't hold a jock to like Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. Give me a break. But anyway, Tannehill gets a chance. So we've had all these great teams, right? <laughs> we've been to championship games. Like we went to go see, like as a, as a group, we went to go see one. We went on so and, many road trips too. But but that we went that year. It was Brett Favre's last year, right? Yeah. We went to the championship game against that the one, Giants. I think that was the start of the downhill for me. Like. Caring, they <laughs> not they, cares. they build care. you up. They, they build, build you up. up so much. They they bring you back and they build you up. Like the, we wasted an Amon Green. Oh. Like, we wasted so much talent and like so and the, through those years to the point now where it's like you can't get yourself. You can't just you just can't enjoy it 
because they're going to hurt you. But they're going to hurt you. Not Weeks. being a fan of the Packers, that has to like drive you nuts, like how good we've been. And yeah. we're just so dejected. Like, why? Why are you so dejected? You make the <laughs> yes. playoffs every this, single year. You've this, what, this, missed the playoffs like four times in the last 30 years? Yeah, like, I'm going to project this on ridiculous. you. But, but this guy's excited, ecstatic, and then we're like, oh, we're going to lose in some weird fashion. Yeah, but he's dealt with lost, lost Yeah, years. I know, but this means more to you. Hey, That's the, the Niners, problem. When we were in the Super Bowl, we were there more, for, more recently than you guys, right? When we played against yep. the Ravens, yeah. we came all the way back, and similar to the same dumb thing that the Seahawks did against the Patriots, we were we tried to do play action four plays in a row. Well, the well, lights went out. The lights went that out. Changed yeah. That changed everything. That changed everything. I was really the NFL made a phone call because the wrong Harbaugh was winning. <laughs> I made a phone call to God. I was like, God, can you please just do something here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, they come back, and then boom, blow it. So I know heartache as a 49er fan and just being terrible for years and years you you destroyed us like the 15 and 1 game wasn't that wasn't that the Kaepernick yeah game where you like stomped us oh yeah i hate that though that was a po- that was a poser team though almost had a perfect record and our defense was garbage so i got a remember question for you so you, you I don't said something anything. our offense scored 30 plus and it was just like <laughs> I don't remember. We were fifteen and one, scoring, thir- averaging over thirty points a game. Once it happens, it's done out of my memory. I'm just no, nope. don't need to remember it. I I do know with all these teams I've gone through, like even our super year, Super Bowl year with Rodgers, like that was caught lighting in a bottle. Like that was not a team that it was underappreciated team wasn't in the expected. NFL. It wasn't expected, and that was a fun ride. That yeah. was fun. And I think the 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 crowning moment of that where we knew that this team was really truly special is one they they went into Atlanta. Yeah, and just like destroyed that Atlanta team, but it's different when you're a wild card team and you you do what they did in the playoffs. Like the Titans are, it's exactly what the Titans yeah. are doing. How they're just steamrolling right. people, and it's just been amazing. And I'm it just psyched ma- for that. Game. Yeah, it just yeah. it just but, it just makes you appreciate like our, that that '96 Super Bowl team. Yeah, for that sure. Beat the Patriots was the number one defense, number one offense, and number one special teams. So it's like it's a team you won't see again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. But I think that's what makes the the Bucks. Rise, I think that much more special because I think that's more. I, I think we can relate more because that that team has sucked for so long, right? And now to have the best player in the NBA, arguably, is the, just fun. And the I team mean, is so fun the, to watch. The team is amazing. Like you I, want, so I, much, you're an NBA fan, right? I'm a Lakers fan, so we can have all kinds of fun oh, conversations yeah, here. <laughs> I was at the game. Hey, I'm gonna own it right now. I was at the game where the Lakers got beat by the Bucks. That was not fun. Oh, for they me. got. It's going to happen a lot more soon. That's fine. (laughs) Hey, we got one more this year. That's true. That's later in the year, I think. Last almost the last month of the year. Yeah. So, but but I think like at least for me, well, I guess it helps having like terrible teams. But the Brewers teams of old, it a lot. It was much easier to have like secondary teams. So I always appreciated. So growing up, I was a Bucks fan just because their home team, and that's what you watched, like the the really horrible years but i was an mj fan like i talked about plenty on this on this podcast and that's why I oh i think we all were mj yeah fans. yeah but i was like that bulls fanatic like too and so you watch team. that you and you just cheer same thing with baseball like I, I hate to say this now but like growing up i was a cubs fan just because like when we were in the american league and then you'd watch like baseball on tv the cubs were on tv all, all day long wgn all day yeah, so you watch that <laughs> so you naturally become it but now they're in the national league i, I hate their guts yeah <laughs> Yeah, but but the recent success of like with the Milwaukee teams, I think that's why I guess we, I get more involved or, or maybe feel more superstitious I mean, or, or want to be 
I feel more vested in, in some of the yeah, success because they have been It's closer to home, too. I mean, not saying that Green Bay's far and not saying that our love first love isn't Green Bay. I, I, think it, I think it is with both of us. But I think the amount of hurt we've had with the Bucks <laughs> and Brewers, when they make the playoffs, it's a big thing for us. So being smaller market teams. So I think I can see where where anybody really that if you're not excited about the Bucks, you got to be crazy. Like it, it, watching the NBA nowadays, like it's way yeah. different than it's been even five years ago. Really, I mean the game has changed so much, and it's right. so much more exciting. It's so much faster. You go to a game, and it's way more exciting than going to an NFL game where it's oh another commercial, oh another commercial. You're yeah. just sitting around at a football game. We're a Bucks game. There's entertainment all game long. Yeah. So I think that's what's changing with me is like I can bring my kids to a Bucks game. They'll be excited. They'll be warm. Yeah. And we could walk around that stadium and do a lot. Like it's 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 a lot of fun for my kids. Where if I go to a football game, we went to a, a preseason game this year and we went to the scrimmage. They didn't. I don't know if they had fun. Yeah. They thought the stadium was really cool. I think they how big it is and how it's pretty amazing. But they liked the outside area, the new Tettletown district. I think more than what the game was because you're so far away. Yeah. Not far away, but. I think that's what's changing with me. My excitement is kind of with my kids where basketball is more, I think the thing with both of my kids. So, but I think Trenton for like, in my case, he's in the, whatever I take him to. Like we went, he got to go to his first like real game this year for the Packers and, and enjoyed it. He got to see the, the demolishing of the Oakland Raiders in Lambeau. So that was fun. That's nice. And we like, we haven't gone to a, a base, like a uh, basketball game this year. Baseball is a little tricky with him because he's got a peanut allergy. So like we yeah. can only go to the peanut oh, free games. Tough, so it's yeah. a, little, a little bit tougher, but he enjoys going to it. But we went to a couple of bucks games last year and he all in. So I, I think he'll, he, I think he'll soak it and go to whatever. Yeah. Like he was, we were watching the game together. Just couldn't keep his eyes off, like watching the Packer game this past weekend. So yeah, it's fun. See, my my kid's changing a little bit. He'll just he's just on his phone playing video games. You know, he doesn't want to watch the game. He's like, game over yet? I'm going home? <laughs> That's where I'm it's at. More lasagna. <laughs> We're hang out with you guys. So, where, so where'd so, all the dips go? <laughs> I need some ranch. <laughs> but that's okay. So, like, you can kind of attest to a little bit. Like, you have a you have a sister who has a family where they have a, a split home with yeah. a, with a home that definitely have different fandoms um across it so does is your family all 49er fans too because of you or yeah, did they all, have they strayed there's there's no denying we're niner fans so melissa this is my wife's name and she's never really been true to a team so she liked the broncos when we first started dating before that she liked the bears so once we what? got married i was like you're a niner fan now and we're a niner family so my oldest son's name is matthew and we've got a lot of family members who like the packers and that's when clay matthews was still there and someone was like i'm gonna we're gonna buy him that jersey i said you can do that but he will never wear it <laughs> yeah i heard uh i think your father-in-law told me a story about because i think they're packer fans aren't they yeah he's the one who bought it for him yeah he, yeah, he told me that story <laughs> i was like we can't even do it it can't happen so they followed suit with dad? Yeah. They don't know any better. It's Their okay. grandpa tries, though. Their grandpa tries. We're like, yeah, go pack, go. And I'm like, no, this is not cool. This is not happening. So I just make sure I put them in the gear. I'm like, you can't cheer for the other team when you're wearing Niner stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, my, my sister's family, they're, it's interesting. Because now my nephew, Carter, he's kind of getting into the, the Warriors. and well, I don't know why the Warriors, but he's starting to get in different teams. But my other nephew, Peyton, he, he's a Cowboy fan with his dad. Like, his dad him and him are cowboy fans and he's a 
Luka Doncic fan, so he loves the Mavs now, and I had to buy nice. him Mavs. I'll buy him Mavs stuff. I don't care, but yeah. I, I've never bought him Cowboy fan. Cowboy you can't. Stuff. As a Packer fan, there's something with Packers and Cowboys, Packers, Niners, because there's been so many rivalries, especially our age group oh, in yeah. the 90s. Well, even, like, even throughout, I mean, since we've been... Ice Bowl, Niners. For the last 30 years, it's been, for us, it's been pretty crazy with all with the three teams. Like, yeah. It's amazing how many times we've played the 49ers in the playoffs. I know. Really. I, I think know. it's the team we've played the most. We didn't play them until that 95 year i think i think that was the first time we played the niners when terrell Owens had that awesome td catch oh yeah Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) crying like a baby man that's when's the game where the packers beat the niners in the playoffs does that ever happen that was was the it was it was at it was at lambo yeah in the mud was it lambo yeah they beat them two years in a row i don't know i've forgotten those games oh really <laughs> they beat him two years in a row. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh man, it was in the divisional where's, round. Where's Frank when you need him? They beat him two years in a row because they beat him. I think the first time they beat him well, uh, in be, Green Bay, of course. Well, the one to go to Mud Bowl. Yeah, the one to go to Super one Bowl, to, Yeah, the one to go to 31 was the Mud Bowl that led us to go to the championship against Carolina. Oh right? yeah, and then the year after was in San Francisco, right? And we beat Feels them. Like that was the Newsom hit, I believe. Right? Sounds. Sounds, Craig Newsom? Sounds, sounds completely yeah. accurate. He was the man. I liked him. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. I had a Craig Newsom jersey. See, there you go. Yeah. Did you wear it? I did. <laughs> I did. It's always been Niners so, and then Packers. So if the 49ers aren't playing the Packers, I'll root for the Packers. So See, here, if the Packers are bad, I just won't watch the NFL. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just quit. So it's, so it's true kids of the 90s. This is how I can tell if you were actually a 49er fan fandom. All right. Starter, pull over. Did you have one? Oh yeah, half zip. That boy. All right. So you were. I had they one. Still I, sell those. I had one too. Yeah. They still sell them. They <laughs> I sell saw them a kid again. wearing one the other they day. Sell them again. I so was like, they're back. In, yeah. I should probably give it to you. I want to get a Bucks one. I need to talk to my like my mom because the last I checked, they she still had them all because I wouldn't I wouldn't let her get rid of them. So I have a Bucks one. I have a Magic one. I have a Bulls one. Dude, give me the. I'll buy those off you. I have a Packer one. They probably fit I me. I have a Carolina Panther one. Man. I. You have a Falcon. One? I have a Forty Nine er one. You have a Falcon one. Yeah, I don't have a Falcon one. Really? No. Nope. I like how you save the la- the best for last. So I had one. You, you so don't I, have a Raiders or a Falcons one. That <laughs> nope. was like the those were like no. the most popular. Or Charlotte Hornets. You didn't have that. Hornets, Everybody yeah. had the Hornets. Suns. Grandma. Suns. <laughs> Suns were popular. Yeah. You have the Suns, right? Uh, not not the pullover. I mean, I, I have. You have I, Sun I have jerseys. A, yeah, I have a whole bunch of them. I mean, yeah. Well, like I was a jersey collector yeah. as a kid. I still have those. I collected I've bins, those. I have bins of jerseys. I collected Man. those little helmets out of the quarter machine. Oh yeah, hey, that's, that's all. Put your own that's stickers all I on it. Afford. <laughs> I still I have a bucket of those suckers. I should bust those out. Those are awesome. Yeah. They fit on G, my big GI Joe heads. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Like the NBA has always been more of a, like a player centric. Like you could be you could have a team, but still be huge fans of like a whole bunch of different people. And even baseball started to get that way. It, I think it's the, until recently, like the NFL was not that. You had your team, and very rarely did you like really cheer for like individuals. It was a lot well, that's harder. because they're hiding behind a helmet. You don't see their face, and they Where make baseball, it impossible for them to leave their team. Right, and, <laughs> and yeah, baseball and basketball, they're leaving like crazy, and yeah. you see like the person. Yeah. Where football, they're in all this this stuff. You don't you don't get that that interaction as much yeah so i'm trying to think about like even from my jersey perspective like i have so many packer jerseys and, and whatever else and I, and I have some of the individual like 
players as well. But I, I think I collected more of the individual players for like the NFL later in life. Where I had so many basketball jerseys, like so many, ridiculous amounts. You got to pull them out and just start rocking them. <laughs> like I have like I don't know if I can fit in them anymore, but I'll some, wear them then. You can you let can... me see your bins. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I have like the old school Rockets, like Elijah One, like yeah. Clyde Drexler. Oh man, that's a good one, dude. Shaq. Is he number twenty two? Nick Van Exel. Nick Van Axel. Yeah. Kenosha Zone. Yeah. yeah. That's a good That's one. That's an authentic one. I, have, I, had, uh, I basically said every Jordan the, jersey known. You have the 32 Johnson? I have that one. The Lakers, 32? Nope. When he was 32. Magic. When he came back? Magic came back. You didn't got that one? Got the 45 mm-hmm. Jordan? Got the 45 Jordan. I can't find I have, mine. I have the 45 Jordan I'm like so every color. I'm so mad. I can't Man. find mine. 45. I have the pinstripe black. Yeah, authentic one. That one's a cool one. Yeah, you used to wear that one a lot. I have all star jersey ones, like the San Antonio one with like the chili pepper thing on it, like that whole. My only all star is Glenn Robinson. I have a Wizards Jordan. (laughs) Oh, nice. You can post them on the Facebook page. I I should. It'd be uh, yeah. Start selling them. Yeah, I might buy a few. Give me a autograph. I don't because I I showed them to Trenton and Trenton really wants them. Like, so Trent really wants to start wearing them, but they're still way too big for him. He's got a couple of years before they fit. Though he has, like, shot up, like, two and a half, almost three inches, like, since last school year. Ridiculous. Yeah. I know how that is with my daughter, so she won't stop. <laughs> yeah, I feel... Like, you talked about... My legs hurt watching her grow. Yeah. That's a real thing. <laughs> I feel really bad, because like, Trent really worked on, like, trying to be coordinated, but he's just trying to get into it. So he started to get into it now as he got taller and just yeah. it's hard to have him control over the body like the idea is like he it'll, thinks he's doing it and he's just there. it's just but he works so hard to do it then he finally clicks like sort of it towards the end of the season and then it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah i got it and then almost the growth spurt happens and we start all over again yeah jamo hasn't had that yet good for him he's growing a different way <laughs> a big old billy hey <laughs> tony Wynn, kirby bucket they're all really good he's gonna be an offensive lineman <clears throat> Does he want to be one? Probably not. Do you think anyone ever wants to be like, I want to be an offensive lineman? I'd love to be an offensive yeah? lineman. Yeah? It was fun pushing people around. I don't know. It was a battle. I mean, I love offensive linemen and what they do. I just, I could never thought about doing it, but I'm also so much smaller. Well, yeah, I was I was pretty small, but I could I could move a guy. Yeah? You get the right leverage, you can move anybody. But, no, I don't think anybody dreams to be a, they always dream like, so making that throw, that catch. So out of out of all the years <laughs> I played football, I was a lineman for one, one year. It was my one year. I was a lineman for like five years. It was my that se- makes sense. Seventh grade. I was like a, <laughs> I was a buck thirty soaking wet. Yeah, <laughs> I was a fatty like until I like it's, well, it was it was bad because I think going into I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but like seventh grade year I think it was when I played I had to play up in RYS. Oh yeah, because like, it was all weight. Oh yeah, it was weight based. Weight based, which was not good for me. Maybe it was even sixth grade. That's such a terrible yeah. idea. Oh, I got my. Why yeah. did they ever do that? I got my butt handed to me, so I played. Oh, it was so bad. Well, now they just put stripes on your helmet. You can't carry the ball if you're too big. Yeah, really. Yeah, you're so over a certain weight. That. So now it's grades. So now, if you're a certain weight, you can't carry the ball. You can't touch the ball. So. That's good. I wish I wish they would have done that when I was younger. Because that would make more sense. Like yeah. I remember being like fifth, sixth grade, and I was going against like eighth, going to be freshman players, and I'm like. Cause I was I was as fat as I was fat, so I was the same weight as them. 
I think going into, I think going into, I may be exaggerating out the. Yeah, they had me play down like three grades. I still good for you, man. I still sucked. I wasn't even anything. No, I just. (laughs) I remember the. I remember freshman year football. We went to two a days, and that was not something I was ready for. Nobody's ready for two a days. They don't even do those anymore. They're illegal. Yeah, but I was like, (laughs) I think I walked. I walked. I walked onto that at two forty. Maybe, maybe more. Two sixty, we'll say. It was it was big. I was big, fat, fat. By the end of football season, I was one eighty. I believe I lost like almost 60, 70 pounds from the start of the season to the end. Were you playing tight end? So I, like the thing was is like so I I started they started putting me at offensive lineman then, but by the second practice I was back at quarterback, but I just couldn't move. So I mean, I was the backup for Buzzy, and then I moved to tight end pretty quickly. And then lost, started losing a bunch of weight. I, I started lining up on as a tight end, but like keep moving my way out farther, <laughs> farther mm-hmm. out, because I could catch the ball. And then I got quicker. And then he lost the weight and whatever else. I made some good catches as a freshman towards the end. But yeah, that was a huge transformation going from like six four, six five, like two fifty, two sixty to like six five, one eighty. That's insane, man. Made basketball that much better for me. Yeah, yeah. still waiting for my growth spurt. You and me both. One day. <laughs> one day. One day I'll touch the net. <laughs> I can touch the net now. Yeah. I can no, bring, you, I can, no, you can't. Yeah, I can. No, you can't. Five-footed, I can. Your leg will break. Five-footed. <laughs> your leg will break. I can reach up on tippy toes and You're just gonna hit it. You're going to tear your back up reaching up that high. <laughs> Don't do that, buddy. <laughs> oh. Speaking of injuries. <laughs> Can't wait for my MRI. I actually slid at Bryn's practice the other day. I can't believe I did You've that. Never, you've never learned with that. Were you wearing pants? Yeah, we were in the gym. That doesn't mean you Slid wearing, on a bunch of rugs. Doesn't mean you weren't wearing pants. I was wearing, I was wearing jeans. You're infamous. Show these girls that. You were infamous. Outside. This is going to be great for TJ here. Oh, yeah, he don't you were an infamous person to show sliding while wearing shorts. Yeah. No matter where it is, whether it be in a gym. Because then you start bleeding. You just keep going on your on way. On the field? <laughs> this guy be picking gravel out for weeks. Yeah. It's all right. You got to show him how to be tough. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Coach Pete, your leg's bleeding. Like, what? I don't know. How about you go slide now? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, you got to show him what's up. I have, like, no skin on my knees, so it doesn't matter. I could just fall and tear my knee up, I bet. One of the players on our team, I was doing, I was doing like live throwing, but I was doing short throws, like quick throws, like from like maybe ten feet away. And uh, one of the guys smoked it, like smoked the ball. And I was like outside the cage, left the knee out, and I was just throwing. And he smoked a line drive off mm. the inside of my knee, and I just kept throwing. I'm like, get in there. He's like, you okay? I'm like, get in there. Didn't wince once until I got home. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, you felt. Oh my. God. It's the it's the bad knee too, so I'm like I didn't care much about it. It's like oh, what's what like it hurt it worse, but it was like it was a grapefruit for a few days. It's just fine. I could finally the reason you said that, and I started touching my knee. I'm like, oh, I can I can touch it again without like agonizing pain. <laughs> so that was just recently. Yeah, it was last week. Oh man, I smoked it. It was a good hit. <laughs> and then I threw it his head. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. That's what I would have done. I throw out all our kids. <laughs> I, don't, I do too, but not intentionally. Hmm. All right. So I had a question. You were talking about 30 years of throwing away that type of talent. So <sighs> if, you're, if you look at two quarterbacks back-to-back, 
Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, or Joe Montana, Steve Young? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good conversation. Which do you think is the most dynamic? Now, I know Steve Young and Aaron Rodgers, like, there's no comparison, but with how great Joe Montana was, what are your thoughts? That's a tough one. I don't know, I don't know what the that question tough. is. Like, which would I rather have? So which is the best back-to-back combo? Because when you talk about legacies, most people dream of having just one quarterback as good as any of those four guys throughout the entirety oh, yeah. of their no doubt. franchise. It's a little bit hard to compare just because the league's changed quite quite a bit. True. I mean, there's some hometown bias, but I, I definitely, like statistically-wise, and just the longevity, you take the Favre and Roger years, in my opinion. Because it, it, it all depends. What do you count? I mean, I've never looked Cause at the years, stats. Because they let Montana go early, right? Because they knew they had Steve Young and they had to make a decision. He was he was coming down a bit because when you he was look at the. He a little bit rings, of a prima donna. We can all, like, he was a little prima donna, yeah. right? Like, he got better Chiefs. as he got older, but <laughs> maybe. But I think, I don't I mean, know how many rings looks, across him, though. They he got, still looks like he can play. Really? Yeah, I don't he know. He still looks yeah, young. His, well, his back injury. Anyway. That guy got beat up. Yeah. I think what hurt that is like he was, Montana was really, he was thirty four when he or thirty six when he left San Francisco. He missed a year ninety one. What was that? Yeah, the was that the strike year ninety one? Because he was know. anyway. So were, yeah, ninety two. So he's thirty six. Around him, thirty six. He went to Kansas City twice, mm-hmm. two years. Retired after thirteen years. But Steve Young was already pretty old by the time he, he took over too, right? Because he was he was uh, in Tampa probably. Bay for a while, and then he was in the was he was in the, the CFL. Yeah. yeah. And he was just back up and then came was in. Was he with the Argonauts? I don't know. It's the only team I know. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay for two years. So he was with San Francisco. It wasn't the CFL, was it? Uh, it was the USFL? Uh, maybe, yeah. So Young was with San Francisco from 26 to... He didn't start until he was 31. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's Man. the problem with that comparison just because. But when he started, he came in and he was. He was ready to go. Pro. He was all ready to go, yeah. He was 14-2 and two in his first starting year. So. But then you, you didn't get a lot. You didn't get that many years out of him as you would have. But I think all five of the Niners Super Bowls were with those two quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I should know. I'm well, the Niner had, fan. Oh, I, mean, no, you, no. I mean, you had Garcia, but he never took you to a Super Bowl. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know what I would vote. No, I think I, I, I saying, think longevity-wise, I would rather have what Favre and Rodgers have done I'm saying we're getting, without the Super I guess you haven't had as many Super Bowls. 30 years of, I'm not joking, like 30 years of elite quarterback play with two people. Yeah. We got two Super Bowls. Yeah, that's not enough. Three Super Bowls, two wins. Yeah. Yeah. One Travis Shamakery. Never should have. That was shame. But, yeah, that but yeah, no, that's interesting. That always I mean, what do you what do you count? Bullshit. Do you count Super Bowls or do you count the longevity and just being good? Yeah. I don't know. I think you take Super Bowls. I think I'd rather have five Super Bowls and maybe a couple bad years, maybe. Yeah. Right? I mean, and it all depends on how you count them because Steve Young was on the team when they got rings with Montana. So maybe you don't count that one, but Montana had four, Steve Young had one. But Steve Young had just as many as Favre or Rodgers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, that goes back to my yeah, argument it, of how we pissed and away. And you could always go back to Eli Manning <laughs> has more than any of them. Oh, which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to now like totally derail this whole conversation, I Thanks. think I talked in our like, group chat about when the 
Astro. I can't, I can't keep up with that. When the <laughs> when the Astro news came down, where it was like the highest fine in Major you know, League five, Baseball history, five million. five million, and they lost like their first and second round draft picks for the next two years for their now proven like sign stealing. And I and I joked. I said, "I freaking genius." I, I joked. I was like, "They didn't even take away the World Series." I'm like, "I'd take it." I take I take I take a Brewers right. I take a Brewers World Series in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would cheat all day. T- yeah, what do you think the Patriots have done <laughs> for the last me, twenty years? Yeah, you tell me tomorrow that I can get a World Series champ, but we're gonna get like the black eye of it two years later. <laughs> you sign me up. I'm, I'm glad Ryan Brown was doing steroids and we were good. It was great. No, we didn't win. We didn't win. It wasn't great. He didn't. He didn't help us win. That guy. That guy. His contract's almost over. I thought that would never happen. You ever heard the story about that? I the did. Ryan, like Ryan Braun's garbage. Yeah. He was a man that year, though. Oh. Everybody talked about him. And then you found out why. Gummies. You're supposed to take one. And the guy told him one, and he wouldn't ever get caught. God, one. What, a, what an idiot. One. What He's an like, idiot. They're on a West Coast. You got to know a, how to cheat. They're on a West Coast. <laughs> he has a guy. A guy he hired and had his whole plan laid out for him. Was going swimmingly. Like take one and you'll never be detected. This freaking guy on a West Coast trip, he's like, if one's good, twenty must be better. Hey, and now there's traces. Hey, he thought they were Albanese. Wow, the best gummies ever, Albanese. (laughs) Think about the thought process behind that, though. That you're working with someone to say, "Hey, I'm going to hire you to help me cheat. So how can we do this together so I never get caught?" (laughs) And he does it. (laughs) Oh, he's like, "Oh, this is going so well." But. You shouldn't have made them strawberry kiwi flavored, man. That is my favorite. That's why I had 20. Should have made it taste like chalk. Yeah. When you give me the black licorice ones, yeah, I'm only going to have one that tastes like shit. I'm leaving it in. Should leave it in. Can't you make it just go boop? I can, but it's kind of funny just to leave them. Oh, man. Now, now when, so, when, when I didn't edit, I used to just like drop bombs like consecutively. Just to, when you didn't edit the first sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I've never edited. <laughs> you I'm, are no, now. I was. I was just. It's okay. I'm just I, literally I, saying like because I didn't edit. So you would swear all the time. <laughs> I was like, like I, I, we were take two. I need to say that always, again. That was that's a great point. Toyed with that's, the idea of going wasted. to like explicit lyrics. Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I listen to Bill Simmons like. I'm a big fan of his. Just it's a fun podcast to listen to. And if you're a big basketball fan, you have to, if you have never read his book, The Book of Basketball. Have you ever read his book? No. You gotta it's you gotta read it. If you're a basketball fan of any kind of the NBA, you have to watch. It's just a must read. Do they have an audio copy? Yeah, there definitely is. I'll check it out. I got some free credits. But he, but he now did the Audible. Book of Basketball 2.0 yeah. as a podcast. Yeah. Very good. So you learn. I learned so much about like the NBA history and stuff like that, and and what decisions happen and why. And then now that two point is obviously not taken because I think the book only goes to like the early like mid two thousands. Okay, so like two thousand seven ish. I want to say so like two point takes from that to here because he said there's a huge transformation obviously from then to now. But remember when we started this podcast and I tried to like learn the NBA financials. Well, it's hard to it's learn. It's so impossible. Between the bird rules and there's so many rules, Derek Rose and rights and ugh, it's it was not it was hurt my brain reading all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I can't figure this out. How do people do this? Oh, there's so many exceptions and 
I don't know. But so uh, we should probably find we, we got to wrap this up. Wrap I think up. we should wrap it up with uh, I tried playing Aladdin before I came over. Super NES Aladdin. Oh, you got it working, huh? Yeah. I got, well, no, I didn't get this. I didn't go get it. <laughs> I just stayed home because I'm. I just didn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> but you can borrow mine if you want. No, I, he's got it fixed. My, my cousin, he did a great job. He fixed my Super NES, made nice. it look awesome. He took the yellowing off of the whole console and for twelve bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fixed the power supply. Fixed stuff inside of it. It was amazing. That's awesome. Anyway, um, so I tried playing Aladdin, and I, 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 I was almost beating it, and it pressed. I pressed the start select on the good old Raspberry Pi and rebooted and, and rebooted it. Oh. I was so mad. But I want to ask you guys. So I saw Jumanji Next Level. Probably the funniest movie I've ever seen. Really? Maybe because I'm getting older and I just think everything's funny now. But it was hilarious. So you guys got any suggestions out there for movies-wise? Uh, hmm. What are you feeling? It's, it's, what are you feeling? You're it's award some? season, so come are on. You, you got to give feeling, me something. Are you feeling... Um, I got a lot of movie money. Are you feeling money. like more of a drama or you want more of a comedy? I don't know. I'm just wondering. What do you got? What do you got? What's um, your favorite movie of 2019? Oh, 2019. And the quest Jeez. he goes to. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Michael ate that one. There you go. Favorite movie of 2019 that you There's saw? so many. I mean, we saw, what, Joker? We saw Us? <laughs> <laughs> that movie's great. I <laughs> have you seen us? I haven't. Oh, that movie's fantastic. Is it? It's, it's, it's funny. funny. Is it's Joker not good? supposed to be funny? Joker's um, really. Joker good. is really good. It is also uncomfortable. Really? Because he does a fantastic job of playing a guy with mental issues, and yeah. it's real. Yeah, it's very yeah. real. It's almost too real, but it's really good. Like we, you can go. Yeah, you should go back and listen to the last episode before this one. Yeah, back in where October, we talk, we, talk, we break it down. <laughs> but we talk about like which is our favorite Joker, and, and like people talk about like Heath Ledger. Right, I was like, this is at a whole different level because even Heath Ledger's character didn't feel real. Like it was part of a comic book, whatever. This Joker feels real. Yeah, like, like there's people really real. affected by this. Really, yeah. that this could be like somebody walking. Oh man, definitely. So, and you can see how it happened, and you actually feel bad for him. That opening first five minutes, I'm like, oh, brutal. I gotta why check do, it out why, then. Brutal. Why do they do that? I think you only you only watch it once. I, I might watch it again. But I don't know. I watched it because we went and saw it as a work. So, outing. <laughs> you saw okay. Joker as a work <laughs> outing, and, was, <laughs> and yeah. uh. And Monica that's wanted to see it. a good way to bring a team And that's together. the only reason I watched it again. So We deleted it after that. I deleted yeah. it. Don't delete it. Um, I was bringing that up because of Uncut Gems. I thought you saw it, right? I did. What was your so that's impression? What I, I, that's what I was asking what you're kind of looking for. I well, think, no, I think no, for this I audience did, in this group and even like our degenerate friends that gamble like need to see it. So I heard it's like if you don't know gambling lingo, you might be kind of confused. No. No? Okay. Um, I feel like, uh, I think it makes more sense. I mean, if like, you've seen the movie. like I've probably know enough, you know, enough 
to, you know, to funny. go see it. I thought it was very interesting how they showed the Diamond District of New York. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So Kevin Garnett plays himself? He does play himself. Cool. And yeah, I'm excited. He is Do you think uh, Sandler an deserves shape. an award? I probably, probably uh, won't yeah. win. Yeah. He probably I mean, won't uh, I don't know who don't got know. who got the Golden Globe. I don't even I don't even know. Joaquin Phoenix. Did he? Yeah. I don't I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I would a, thought Tom well, Hanks did. I, the reason I say it like that is because I mean it, Tom it, Hanks it, did a movie, so I figured Tom Hanks won. <laughs> I saw that movie. Joaquin that movie Phoenix good. just was dropping like Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Very he good. just dropped F bombs like you we just did a minute ago for I had imagined Joaquin Phoenix's speech was just like Marshawn Lynch's. <laughs> Worse. Worse? Way worse. Way worse? All right. Skittles was censored. That's a good way to end. <laughs> All right. Uncut Gems, it Uncut is. Uncut Gems is good. I'll, I'll bring you my review when I go see it in about a year. Uh, it'll be the Blu-ray pretty soon. Voodoo. Yeah. Voodoo's my thing. What you? What was your favorite movie of 2019? Or even recently, we'll say. Man. I don't know. I like see I a lot say of that, kids movies. I like always say that on, on the podcast. Oh, okay. Like people know, see, yeah. people know who I, I'm talking <laughs> about. Like, okay. hey, you. I just watched hey, the new hey, Aladdin. You. Was it good? I liked it. I haven't seen it. That's I saw the different. new the new Lion King. I liked it. I didn't watch that one yet. It was r- very realistic. The kids loved it. We got uh, Disney Plus. We watched the the real version. Oh of God, Disney Plus. Maybe that's no. That's Lady why. That is why we haven't podcasted. Yeah, that's I the, got that's the so reason. no. It is. <laughs> I got so deep into Star Wars, I could not come here. I watched every single Star Wars. I just watched them all, too, recently. Every single. I haven't seen the latest one yet. I saw everything. I saw everything. (laughs) Guys, I saw everything. I saw Clone Wars. I saw Rebels. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I think that's why. Mandalorian was freaking amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. If I have a recommendation, Mandalorian. That, That would be my recommendation. I'll pick that. All right. And the questie goes to... Are we doing questies? Without so, it. Come on, we gotta do questies. <laughs> That'll be Mike's first, It'll take first us, week back. It'll take us four months to get it ready. No. We, did, we, we could do the questies whenever we want, Andy. We'll be doing there the, are awards. We'll be doing the 29 questies. 2019 questies brought to you in 2022. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us, TJ. Appreciate it. Thanks for having Prediction. me. Prediction. It's been a blast. Prediction. Niners. Bold prediction. Uh, Niners. 28 to 24. All right. Pete? I'm going to say Niners 31 to 23. That's a weird number. Good. I'd like to see it. <laughs> I can't. I can't give you a... I'm going to jinx them if I do. can't. So, you go. 24-22 Packers. Ooh. I can't, I can't take that. That's right. I can't get my hopes up. I got to keep them low so I can't take that. I can't. I can't drink the Kool Aid. Like the under promise. I can't drink the Kool Aid, but my but my house is lit up green and yellow right now. So. Oh, nice. Are you playing the Little Wang song too? No. Green and yellow. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. So hopefully we actually do make this more regular. And when by regular, I mean like every other week. It's probably more it's probably realistic. realistic. Yeah, Especially if we do win, we might have to get Frank on. For sure. Yeah. And if the 49ers win, I'll never be invited back. 
No, yeah, you're, you're done. <laughs> That's it. You probably will, but we won't let you talk. Thanks we'll for just coming be swearing on. at you the whole time. <laughs> oh. Hope you enjoyed your one time on the show. Well, I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for coming. It's been a pleasure. All right, take care, guys. Until next time. All right. Goodbye. Take care of your chickens. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Questionable to Return Sports Podcast. Send us your questions, read more about us, and more on our website, questionabletoreturn.com. Follow us on Twitter at Q2Return and Instagram at questionabletoreturn. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash questionabletoreturn. Follow each of the guys on Twitter. For Andy, at Andy, the number nine, M-A-N. Mike, at Mike R. Daly. And Pete at P. Cozy with a K, Junior JR. Please consider giving us a five star review as well as sharing us with someone you know. They got one against the Vikings? Or no? What? Super, Super Bowl? Against the Vikings? Yeah. How does that happen? That's why, that's, why I'm asking, that's why I was. <laughs> That's why I, that's why I asked that out. That's why I talked it back again. Shoot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. No. I don't know how the divisions were. Don't put you remember? In. Don't you remember the Vikings were in the AL? <laughs> playing for the Winston Cup? Don't you remember that? Don't you remember that? They were they were in the President's Bowl. Oh, playing for man. the Winston Cup in the AL. <laughs>